this. Alright, is it going? I don't know, you tell me. You're gonna have to tell me on your end. Okay, no, I'm, I'm reading the black screen, so it's going, I guess. Okay, do your reading. Okay, sounds good. Hello and welcome to the Good HAE Podcast, where this week I have a challenge to Enigmatic Otaku. If in the next week you release yourself singing on YouTube a copy of Feliz Navidad, I will send you $5 and then record myself singing Let It Go as Lyler. That said, reasons. I need school reasons right now. Please. We have regular podcast members, a non-pencil. I'm making candy. Enigmatic Otaku. Feliz Navidad. And milk. I'm scrambling to fix things. My name's Flutter Priest, and this week we have a twofer for you guys. That is two special guests. Uh, we have have the wondrous authors of Quill and Blade hanging out with us this week. We have Ansel. Hi, everybody. And, of course, Crystal. Screaming on the inside. <laughs> Perfect. Um, for those who are just tuning in for the first time, whether it's from our YouTube, from Fem Fiction, or even Ponyville Live, welcome. This is a user-submitted interview podcast where we take questions that are submitted to us through Fem Fiction and ask them to the week's special guests. If, you would if you're tuning in right now and watching us on Twitch, by all means, add a question into the chat, and our wonderful Anon Pencil will pick up the question and decide whether it's worth asking or not. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're full of shit, and you're awful, and you're asking something that's really irrelevant, or I just don't like you, I won't. I remember once upon a time, I used to be like, any question you post, I'll ask. I'm not doing that anymore. If I really hate you, I'm going to stop asking your questions. So be nice to me, okay? What's an example of a bad pencil and on pencil? A bad pencil and on pencil? A bad question. God damn it. That one! That one right there! That's a great example. God damn it. Yeah. I hope I know it. Okay. Um, Wait, there's something important that we haven't discussed yet, Priest. What is that pencil? The drinking word. Oh, that's right. We have a drinking word. This week's drinking word is oh, Lord. As you know, we say that a lot, we being me, and apparently also someone else in this cast says that. Oh, Lord. Exactly. <laughs> so drink, and let's get started. We have a lot of questions this week, just like every other week, but this week more than normal because you guys are kind of a big deal. Allegedly. That's cute. Allegedly. <laughs> no, you're cute. I'm so, hoping I grow up to be like a non-pencil so far. Uh-oh. You're, you're my new ideal. You will one day if you drink plenty of milk. You have to be, <laughs> oh, you have to be careful because now she's going to show up outside your window. I'm <laughs> on the second story, so I wish her luck. She's very good. Cool. Get a ladder. Build a wall. Okay, so first question. Uh, the first question to both of you. Uh, who are you and what do you guys do to contribute to the Brony fandom? Well, I guess that's a fair question. We always ask each other, who are we? No, so anyway, I'm Ansel, and I am the worst half of the Quill and Blade AU duo. So my wife and I, and we're actually in real life married to Crystal here, and we live together and all those things that married people do. We got together and started writing in an alternate universe about uh, almost two years now. So we did the Memoirs of a Royal Guard, or the Other Royal Guard series, and the Crystals uh, Wishes series. And so our contribution is strictly fan fiction, 
that's more OC focused? And she might have a little bit of a different answer. Well, I'm apparently the better half, which is just wonderful to hear. Uh, I write the the other half of the universe. Yes, Lieutenant Major. I actually don't know what the delay is. I'm kind of watching the stream. Uh, the delay is it's, a lot. Don't worry. Um, it's like okay. a few seconds. No, I should, I should stop looking at the chat because I'm just going to get confused. You're, you're welcome to. I, I keep an eye on the <laughs> chat. Uh, but if, if you want to be nice and like actually answer their questions, you're, well, you're welcome to. I try to be nice. I try to make people think I'm nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off with that as who I am. That's my contribution to the Brona community. I try to pretend I'm nice. Hey, that's a start, you know. Then you got to slowly give in to the anger and hatred and sarcasm and just let it flow throughout the fandom, further polluting it. I, yes, I just... I just cry every night. Like that that's usually what gets me through the day. Freeze, freeze. She called me so fun. Ah, I know. Adorable. Okay. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, when did you guys join the fandom and what's your favorite part of it? I really think it does come to that about two years ago. Uh, it sounds about right. Uh, you know, we were sitting and making dinner one time forever ago. Yeah, and we turned on the TV and we're flipping through and My Little Pony came on and we're just like, okay, well, we're making dinner, so we'll watch this. And it was the episode where the Cutie Mark Crusaders basically are doing the talent show, which is, if I could think of the worst possible episode to introduce anybody into the fandom with, that would be the one. So we watched it and we're like, what the hell is this stuff? And so we kind of wrote it off and we're like, okay, clearly we we're missing something, but Later on, I caught a video of somebody doing a 20-minute analysis of why Applejack wasn't a main character on YouTube. And I said, holy crap, for there to be this, there has to be a lot of something here. So that's when we actually started at the beginning, and we watched two episodes, and we're like, yep, I'm hooked. Wait a minute. What was the question? I when did you guys join the Patreon? Uh, or when did you guys <laughs> join the... God wow. damn it. This is not my day today. I woke up at like way too fucking late. I'm just dead right now. Wait, I'm let's sorry. Just, let's just get the show out of the way. Um, if you haven't followed Enigmatic Otaku, go do that because he's about to have yeah. a thousand followers. So just go do it. It'll be, it'll yeah. be nice. Make me the cool kid. I'm done shilling for you forever now. I've done it. I've fulfilled my obligation. I'm done. Officially. Something, okay. something, Dragon Story. <sighs> The question anyway. was, what, when did you join the fandom? What's your favorite part of it? So what is your favorite part of the Brony community as a whole is the second part of that question. For me, it's just how much content fans produce for free. Like, it's amazing, especially music. That always baffles me that people, because to me, music is magic. I don't understand how people make it. So that's the biggest thing for me is just what people decide to do in their free time to make for this pony show. <laughs> Yes, the fact that the creative output, you know, far exceeds, I think, what the base material ever was. It's just amazing. And there's just so many wonderful people that spend the time on it. And, you know, it's a really good community in general, uh, at least, you know, the parts we've been part of. The right. parts I hide in. <laughs> All right. Uh, the third, third, of course, um, you guys, um, this might be news to you, uh, but you have a fan base. Kind of. What? When, yeah, you have fans. Where? Um, what would you say to them, uh, now that you are here on camera, on the spot, if you could say one thing to them, what would it be? If I could say, oh, you see me, you go first. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. 
No, no, you you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Yeah. No, you. Oh, okay. I love you for. <laughs> Priest, I'm not doing uh, this with you. Please never ask. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, if I had to tell the fans one thing, uh, probably, please stop commenting on my story, on Ansel's story, on anyone's story with corrections. Take it to private messages. It annoys me. It's like my biggest pet peeve. So please. I... I did not expect her to go that direction with this. Impressive. Yeah. I thought we. Were, I thought this was going to be like a. I bring no. them up. Okay. No, I, I'm in the company. <laughs> I'm in the company of people who are clearly more my speed of reality than the persona that I portray of being nice. So I'm. I'm gonna let go a little bit. Wow. Stop yes. commenting corrections. Yes. Me. Good lord. Uh, and this is where it all went wrong for Quill and Blade. This is a PR nightmare. <laughs> I gotta get my lawyer on here. Uh, so. We deny that she ever said whatever she was that was said. I, now, I'm gonna be. See, she's Trump. I'm Pence. Wait, I want to. I'm, sorry, I'm raising my hand. I'm literally raising my hand. I want to clarify that I love corrections. I just want them in a private message because once I've corrected it, your comma is just sitting there like my dirty laundry waving in the wind that I can never get rid of. Oh so, lord. I can see that. Oh, so, so should we like yank your <laughs> merchandise off the shelves now because of that comment? Yeah, we're pretty much done here. I think that's. I think it's over. It was a good two years, but no, it really, what she's meaning is like, yeah, we actually do like corrections. It's just, we like them in PMs because again, they're a useless comment is really what they are. Cause once you fix it, it goes away. Welcome to the good HA podcast where popular people go to make fools of themselves and die. <laughs> I, I am starting to wonder if this is going to be a mistake. No, I'm just hey! Hey! Okay, I'll, go, I'll go back to pretending I'm a good person. No, 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 please. No. <laughs> um, that said, though, there is a bunch of user-submitted questions. Um, or Unless Ansel had something to add for fan-related things. <laughs> do you want to By try to save this, honey? Do you think I could – I mean, really, do you think I could follow that? See, it, sickness and health, that was pretty mentally sick. I'm just going to have to just ride this thing down with her and say, let's see. What do I – yeah, we never vent. I'm going to vent. Let me come up with something here. Let me, let me just oh, ruin okay. this. Again, I, I don't really enjoy corrections in comments either just because I think it's useless. Send me a PM and I'll fix it anytime. You know what I don't like? I don't like people. Oh, gosh. She's laughing. I don't I, like people. All right. We're good. I don't like people. <laughs> that, that's that's going to be the sound bite. Ansel says he doesn't like people. With these six tricks, you can make your wang larger. Just <laughs> started off on a good foot. This is what I that is going to be my new phone ringtone. <laughs> Well, exactly. Crystal's lost it. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. she's lost it. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I don't like grammar Nazis. The people that will talk down to me about my grammar because I choose to stylistically not necessarily go with the quote unquote rules, because I also think grammar rules are in fact loose and as long as the story is fully understandable. So when people get like really heavily into there and they're like, oh, you miss this comma, and it ruins the whole thing for me. Then stop reading my story, you jackass. If one comma ruins the whole thing for me, I really don't want you as a reader. Like, drop our Patreon, unfollow me, block my story, and walk off a pier. Well, I, I have a this question. Is it. This is uh, the end. I have an important question. How do you feel about somebody who changes tense multiple times throughout the story? Who does what? Changes tense multiple times throughout the story, like to pe from past tense to present tense to past tense to present tense without reasonable rhyme. 
I don't. I mean, I, I think that's. I think there's a lot of problems there. Can uh, we, that that can we not do this right now, pencil? No, I'm guessing. We're doing I'm this guessing now. this is a thing. I think we've just been brought into a squabble. I, I'm <laughs> fine with that. It's I'm going with whatever senpai says. <laughs> to, sum, to summarize what you said, it's just your style. It is just my style. Oh, I mean, yeah. and again, you know, we do a lot of correction with grammar, but big one for me, especially in dialogue, is I don't use commas in a way that would necessarily go into a research paper, and as well as you know, perfect speech because it's dialogue. You know, right. from my perspective, anything in a quote, you do whatever you want. Yes, I, I am with you 100% because people talk in different ways than proper grammar. I think that is a really great point. I believe if you're writing a beautiful long um, piece of prose with a good exposition narrative, that's one thing. But if it's in the middle of dialogue, for the fuck a guide. People talk however they want to talk. Exactly. So that was probably, I will say, the meanest things Crystal and I have ever said on a podcast that's going to be recorded. You know so what's great? No, no. You know what's great is that we asked you, "What do you want to say to your fans?" And both of you took the opportunity to just yell at them. This is the best <laughs> day. No, it just shows how nice of people you guys actually are. That that finally, it, it, it's it's on the outskirts, on on these tiny little things that nobody really watches. He says, "As twenty-one people are watching the Twitch stream." <laughs> That that you finally get to let go. <laughs> no, okay. that's a. That I don't said, want you. <laughs> I don't want you to think we're trying to use. Stop interrupting the guest, priest. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm being bad. Uh, there's there's user questions. Um, yes. we'll, we'll move along. Um, yeah. The first question for you guys comes in from Valade, who's a podcast regular. He asks you guys collectively. Suck. It's Sook. That's it. All right. So I have to be honest here. I will throw this out here. Uh, I'm older and have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's the meme. It's, it's, it's today's just, meme. It's just a I, meme for fucking dick. Oh. Uh, typically, I don't. Uh, for the <laughs> for for the right price, I've learned from talking to my wife that I'm a far bigger whore than she is. Uh, and <laughs> but I, I'm very financially motivated. So you know. If for the, you know, and certainly above market rate, right? You know, I, I'm not going to be like one of those $50 deals. You know, this is going to be, you know, a reasonable four figure use a condom type situations. If you want a raw dog, we're talking far more just to the risk of uh, medical complications. You priest, value yourself. Priest, priest, you do not get these benefits. Do not ask. <laughs> so the only thing keeping you from actually doing that is your Patreon. So if that were to go down, you'd have no choice but to souk. Oh no, not at all. Um, our Patreon is actually not not to um, not to shill it. Actually, believe it or not, a lot of people ask us. You know, we've been saying like, "Oh, that's your cash in," or "Oh, that's what you guys you can quit your jobs." We don't spend the Patreon money on ourselves at all. So oh. when uh, the basically the vast majority of our Patreon money goes directly into charity, like literally uh, directly into charity. The second vast amount literally goes into producing the rewards that the Patreon gives. So basically people support it so that we do art of their stuff or art of the, the universe. Uh, the only expense that has ever came out of the Patreon in the entire 16 months we've had it was we did use it so that we could go to BronyCon, but almost all of it goes to charity and the rest of it's just sitting in an account so that we can accident, you know, pay the taxes. Cause we didn't expect it to do the thing we did. And we got about a few months in and I said, Holy crap, this is, this is earned income. We haven't, plan taxes for this. I'm like, 
we are going to get reamed by the government. So currently, it's basically just planning to pay for itself in taxes. But no, uh, I, I think if we lost all the Patreon today, it would just reduce our charity, and I still wouldn't have to uh, wouldn't have to sue. But again, for the right price, let's have a conversation. I want to pause for a second. I am so proud of you for using Patreon income to go to charity. I just want to say that straight out because that was one thing that I've always said and taught it. Um, it it's like this was scripted or something and it's not <laughs> just, I've only said before on the podcast, like the only reason I'd only ever open a Patreon is to donate to charity. I I'm proud of you guys. I just want to give like a silent applause for you guys. Goddamn. Yes. Well, thank you. There is a, there's a very happy wolf at a uh, rescue conservatory center that uh, lives the high life. Yeah. Aww. Rolling the wolf. Um, and if anyone, you know, if, can we show? Can yeah, we show no, please show. Go ahead. So it's, yeah, the, our, our pet charity is the Conservator Center. It's uh, in Haw River. Crystal's going to link it. Um, you can adopt at animals. These are, in most cases, this is a refuge of last resort. So they have a lot of lions, a lot in the sense that other places when they can't deal with them anymore, it's either they go here or they get euthanized. The people that run this live in a trailer there off to the kind of side. I think actually they finally have a house now. They gave up their pretty much their careers to work there. They gave up their life fortune to work there. So without uh, volunteers, without people donating, the animals can't get care. So this is one of like a thing's last resort. So we take it very, very seriously. Uh, so we do work through there. So if anyone wants a charity that's specific to animals, that'd be one of them. Uh, we also do things for a couple veterans charities, which I don't want, you know, that can somewhat be political, but that's our other thing. But really the conservative centers are number one. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for telling us about that. Genuinely. Awesome. Uh, speaking of wolves and moving on, we have questions hey, from perfect. Dr. Foxwolf. So their first question is, would you a thing pony? Okay, again, uh, this I'm is, old. This, this, is not a, this is not an old person thing because guess what? I'm kind of old too. Um, but this is a, a creation. I usually have this. This is a regular question. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Thing? As like the original As in John black Garth and white? The Thing. Um, you know, kill it, with think, I think kill it with flamethrowers. I'm thinking Blob. It's not it's okay, not thing. The thing. I, I might have. Yeah. It, you really ought to see it, but um, I have something here. So the question is, would you this? Oh, Lord. Oh. See? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is definitely no. It, what yeah. About, what about you, Crystal? Oh, no, no. I think I think my exclamation on accident, uh, I think that summarizes my feelings. I, I'm pretty confident she's going to have a night terror tonight. Oh, I, Lord. Uh, well, let's move along. Everybody, Pencil, drink, yeah, that. everybody drink. Um, next question, then. Have you ever dismantled a technological de device? Oh, Crystal's having technical difficulties. She'll be right back. Understood. Uh, could, could you ask the question one more time? Have you ever dismantled a technological device? Yes. I, I assume we can count computers oh, yeah. and other things of that nature. Oh, yes. No, I am... So by trade, I was a network engineer prior to moving into engineering management. So I, I started even you know on general IT. So taking computers apart, whatnot is 
one thing. So Crystal will be right Hi. back. Lately, her computer. Oh, she's back. Okay. Hi. What's up? What I missed? That it scared me so much it killed my internet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord. Uh, the question was: Have you ever dismantled a technological device? I've dismantled virtual technological devices because I'm a programmer. Does that count? I'd say that counts. Being a programmer by trade myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, next question. Oh, this is a tandem question, and uh, tandem I wish question. we could do this. I wish we could do this like the honeymoon game where you guys can't hear each other's answers until. Oh, can we do after that? The well, no, can, can, are we able to do that? Are we able? I don't know um, how. We could. She could cover her ears, and I could answer, and then we could try. We we sit across from each other, so. Anon could private message us, or pencil. I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you prefer to be called. I prefer pencil, but it's fine. Okay, pencil. actually, yeah, you, we could answer in text. Uh, All right. Yes. Yes. Let's try that. <laughs> this is not going to be as exciting as I imagined. Ask the question. But... Both sent it to me, and I will read them out loud. We and you guys can guess each other's answers. It'll be great. Oh. It'll be great. I'm having a good time. All right. The question is, if one of you had to die. And you had to choose who, which would it be? Doom, 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 doom. Please don't, priest. I hate. Oh, when the questions are locked in, we can we can proceed. All right, Crystal, you send me the answer. Yes. So I I already know the answer to this. <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, let's have you guys answer. All uh, right. Uh, I would pick myself, and Crystal would pick herself. <laughs> Um, because she didn't want to live without me. I, I want to show the differences in per personalities between you two, because what was, here's the thing. <laughs> it, it, um, the message I got from him just says, me. Like, that's all. <laughs> and then I get one from Crystal that says, of course it'd be me, because I can't live without him. In search, insert shoujo sparkles. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, so there you, there you go. You guys are awesome. I love this week. All right. Uh, next question. I'm considering for Crystal to be my new daddy. Sorry, Pencil, but I, I'm Go thinking right of turning ahead. Up. I don't want you. Hey, your original daddy didn't either. It's a trend. Oh. <laughs> no. It's okay. Got him. I'll treat you right in public. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we're already into the those questions. Um, so Time Dr. Foxwolf now asks... Um, have you ever gotten fisted? And if no, then why not? <laughs> so I would say no. And mostly because I just don't see that as comfortable. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. The next question. What would happen if Fluttershy encountered a rabid animal? I like to think that you don't see it on the show, but Fluttershy is a greater good. And so if they didn't have a way to, you know, take care of rabies, I see her making it comfortably, comfortable, taking it behind a bush and snapping its neck and then crying about it for hours. Would, would you snap the neck or do something else? Like... Really, she would do some kind of humane euthanasia. But I like to imagine like the evil Fluttershy occasionally where like that's the way all her stress. She's like, oh, poor angel bunny. Snap! She yes. secretly enjoys she it and hates herself fun. for enjoying it. You got it. Uh, yes, I, I, would, I would write this. I would write this. <laughs> you, guys, you guys do realize she has to feed her carnivore some way, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, it's different when you don't do it up close and personal. So, again, you know, Crystal will eat steak, 
but that's it. If it looks like a cow, she can't eat it. Whereas me, fun fact, I used to work at a slaughterhouse and I've stood eight inches deep in cow's blood. So, you know, it's a little different. I have questions for you that I will ask at a later time when I'm not in public. Fair enough. <laughs> He'll answer them. He's not I ashamed. will answer them, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm not ashamed. ashamed. Don't worry. Um, next question. You are an alternate personality. The original personality constructed you in order to do something they could not. But since that task is now done, they wish to be rid of you. Do you accept ego death and fade away or fight to take control? If, if it's an alternate version of me, um, I'm agoraphobic. And so like ego death is the ultimate loss of control. So if it's me or that other bastard me, it's me. Or wait, that's wrong. Wait, I'm living. Wait, I live. Wait, he dies. Wait, did you say you're agoraphobic? Yes, I am. As in, very afraid of going outside. Uh, it's there's multiple ways. Uh, there's a more specific one that I say, but yes. Um, I, it's, I have it's, to ask. I I, I am yeah. also incredibly agoraphobic. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, mine's well controlled. As so. So thanks to medication, but yes, um, we found there's a, there's a more specific, whatever mine is, but yeah, no, I am. Um, I got to the point where when I was 16, I could only go to my parents' house, uh, my one buddy specific house and my job. And that was, that was my life. I totally a hundred percent understand. I've been there and worse. I, I, I stopped going to work once I couldn't even go get the mail. So I understand entirely. I just got excited because when I usually mention agoraphobia, people are like, what is that? Is that like a fear of sweaters? <laughs> oh, that's the thing with the spiders, right? It's yeah, exactly. A fear of, it's a fear of gore. Yeah, people get I really have that confused. too. Oh, and you boy. worked in a slaughterhouse. No, no, I was, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm very big. I'm very big on doing what's necessary to, to take care of business. Let's just put that. Perfect. Does Crystal want to weigh in on this one? I forgot what the question was. Okay, uh, the you... alternate personality. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm still reeling from the conversation that just happened. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's no, it's okay. I, I'm not... super squeamish. So, like, the, his whole slaughterhouse job thing, just like, I can't fathom it whatsoever. You're not, but it's like, okay. you're not like learning new shit about his life now, are oh, you? Oh, no, like, no. I've, no, I've known about the slaughterhouse job. It just still reels me to just imagine being eight inches. In Actually, uh, may, may, I, may I ask a slightly personal question and ask, how long have you two been married? We've been married, it's coming up on four years as of February. Congratulations. That's Thank really good. Definitely. Um, okay, alternate personalities, back on track. Uh, I would probably convince myself that I'm the original and that that's not the original. So I'd probably fight to stay in control because how could I not be the original? I'm the conscious one. I like it. I like it. Alrighty. That covers the Dr. Foxwolf questions. Now we have a question from, Oh God, I'm going to say their name wrong and everyone's going to hit me. Uh, Kawairu. Actually you did. Okay. Kiddo. All right. Uh, the question is, if there was something to change about one of your stories to make things easier, what would it be? Oof. Um, so for a specific thing, that's tough to say. Um, there is a lot. So um, Memoirs is has been rewritten with the idea. When I wrote it the first time, I had no thought or inclination that there would be any success whatsoever in it. And I was just writing it a chapter at a time at like 
whatever, you know, no big deal. So when I finished it or, and got sorted towards writing Secrets, knowing I, knowing I was going to write it, I was like, ooh, I got to kind of fix some stuff. So when I did the rewrite for the printing, I went back and I, I kind of did like a second edition and got all that in there. Uh, Secrets, even though I planned to do trials after it, kind of ended up in the same boat. And also there was some other things going on when I was writing Secrets, particularly a little nice little battle of depression. And it didn't come out quite the way I want. So I guess if I could change one thing that didn't work out was in Secrets, Silent Night took the brunt of everything negative without anybody else being, I guess, also at fault. So he kind of comes out a lot darker and more blamey than he should have because he was just a punching bag for a lot of part of that. So that would be what I would change and what I will change for the rewrite. As what for you... me, oh, sorry. No, Continue. I was going to say just how about you, Crystal? Oh, okay. Well, then I was preemptively answering. Yay! Uh, <laughs> oh. I would say to make things easier if I could change something. Uh, I'm trying to think. Probably less OCs. Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed with I have so many OCs that I want to write stories for and their backstories and their side stories that I kind of get myself off track. So I've got poor one of my characters has the story that I started writing and then I restarted it and it's got like three chapters and I haven't touched it in months because I just kind of stretch myself thin. So better focus. That's changing more about me than my writing, but still. I love my wife, but she has an addiction. And that addiction is called naming things. And when she names them, then she has to figure out, do they have siblings? Do those siblings have names? Oh, I named this one. Oh, this one's cute. This one's named Breadstick, and he's going to be a baker. And then does Breadstick have a girlfriend? Oh, he does. And wouldn't it be funny if their girlfriend or boyfriend was Marinara? Where did Marinara come from? And then, you oh, know, no. like, uh-oh. Hey. And, uh, no, Marinara um, and Breadstick are cousins. Okay? Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Um. Okay. No, please, pencil, please no! share this. Oh, do it. You okay. have to do it. Do you have trouble with naming things too? No. No, she no. also has her own marinara. Oh, <laughs> there's an OC named Marinara, which I created because someone's like, pencil, why don't you create an, uh, an uh, OC for you? I was like, all right, motherfuckers, you asked for it. And if you've not read my stories, and I don't recommend you do, um, <laughs> I make a point to go out of my way to write about things that are really disgusting. There's lots of vomit. Um, uh, what, what, uh, milk. List off some of the some of the horrible fetishes I've written about. You know. Oh Jesus, fuck. Come um, on, not up, kid. I Nick, come on. <laughs> I haven't read all of your stories. I know I you have. Okay, I no, I have oh, not geez. read all of them. You'd know because I I'd put a favorite on them. Damn it. All right, all right, all right. Please list them off. Uh. Uh, Granny Smith grilled cheese vagina. Uh, okay. Eye, literal eye fucking. Uh, Celestia is actually a person in a suit. A fursuit. Uh, a person in a fursuit. Uh, Luna sticks her horn up your ass. Uh, uh, snails literally fuck snails. Uh, that's all the ones coming off the top of my head. Um, I think the first couple you, were enough you, for Crystal to be very uncomfortable. I'm good. You poop in the middle of town and make a point to Fluttershy, who's trying to toilet train you. Like, it's, I'd rest, go up and write a really, like, horrible shock fix. Um, and so somebody was like, make an OC. I was like, all right, motherfucker, if you wanted this. Um, so I created somebody named Marinara, and I, I drew her, and she's, she's, she has a little tomato on her butt, and, and she works in an, an Italian pasta place. And 
She's she's really nice. And the thing is, uh, she's she constantly menstruates marinara sauce. And that's her. <laughs> I think Crystal just died. <laughs> that's that's what it is. And there's all these pictures of her like eating spaghetti with suggestive picture like expressions on her face. So <laughs> let's move along. So when you're like, oh, marinara cousin, I was like, oh god. <laughs> Actually, I kind of have a question for you two. Which two? There's a lot of twos here. Anzel and Crystal, both of you. <laughs> okay. Since you, two are, since you two are a couple and you both write, uh, when you guys happen to write together, do you do that thing where you like sit uh, back to back and just, you know, laptops in your lab and just write in a romantic setting? <laughs> no, not at all. So we actually follow a pretty strict editorial professional process. And what that is is... <laughs> Um, at our downtime, at our professional jobs, when we're supposed to actually be, you know, paying attention, um, that's when we write the most. Uh, we don't do a lot of writing in our free time because we have so little of it. But truthfully, like when I, when either of us get completely stuck on a problem. So now what we do though is, we've done this a lot less lately because our lives have just gotten more and more crazy. I, I took a new job uh, this year, and they've just gotten more and more crazy. But what we used to do is like we would sit i'd be at my work she'd be you know at hers and we'd have discord up and i'd type a little you know paragraph or two and i'd giggle and i'd put it in there to private message to her and she'd giggle and she'd put hers back and you know we do that sickening thing but no at this point uh you know four years into marriage it gets very mechanical and clinical <laughs> i hope you're talking about writing what oh yeah, uh, <laughs> writing? yeah we definitely sat back to back with laptops good night everybody <laughs> we just <laughs> in the robot no, um, I, I can I can totally understand that. It's not like a certain other collab was written very similarly. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, there's there in the chat that I'm going to ask because Bruce doesn't ask the other one. No, um, are I'm you, terrible. Are, are either of you fans of Star Trek by chance? Oh, uh, yes. So <laughs> that's a, I'll let Crystal go into that. Let's just say I'm a fan. I enjoy it, but. My mother is probably the biggest Star Trek fan you will ever meet in your life. I probably, as a child, watched more Star Trek than Disney. She, uh, she, her, my parents actually met online, which is in the 80s, so that's kind of interesting. And my mother's always been a Star Trek, so she had a website where she stole her, sold her Star Trek cards. And uh, the funny thing is she had a shirt made, and I still remember it, because this was before you could just get a domain. So it was like www.webhosting.com slash public underscore h and it's like three lines long on a t-shirt it was ridiculous <laughs> damn dude it just kept, I just, uh, it's so funny i still i think she still has it somewhere um but now she runs this i mean in the star trek community she's a in the star trek trading card community she's a big deal She's what we like to call uh, Trek card famous. Um, get get in touch with me. I have <laughs> a lot of Star Trek trading cards I'm doing nothing with right now. If you want to sell them, she is the person to uh, talk to. Yeah, I, I may, in fact, do just that. Who is best captain? Oh, oh we'll, we'll fight. Let's do this. Who's best captain? <laughs> oh, I don't want to fight, but for me, it's it's Picard. No, yes! We're, we're fine. We're fine. We can, we, we can okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. There's he. He was literally voted the most bodacious man. How can I turn him down? Is very good at avoiding confrontation. That's that's her. You don't understand. That's her entire life. <laughs> avoiding confrontation. That is my wife's life. Uh -huh. I am the opposite. 
it's, it is definitely Picard. I, I, I like, you know, if we're talking like raw captain, you know, and of course he's a pretty hot dude too, but if you're talking like raw sexual power, come on. We all know who's uh, slept with every color woman across the entire galaxy. Picard, uh, so. Picard in the Rough by Ansel, coming out soon. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I was so going to say, Riker? Riker slept with just about everyone, too. Yes, he, he took on the Kirk genes, for sure. God, so I, you hope, guys, I hope not. <laughs> so, you, so you guys want Professor Xavier giving the orders? Absolutely, without without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, Kirk was a little, uh, little fast and loose, loose in multiple ways, and... Uh, I, I feel like I feel safe with Picard. Yeah, he took you know, care like, of me. He could, yeah, he he would hold me and and make sure I got fed every night and you know make sure there was a little nightlight in the doghouse. He show you his fishes. Is getting to some uncomfortable territory right now. Did you I'm say the, perf- did you say Xavier, Enigma? I did. I hate you a little bit. It's okay. Wait, we already knew that though. <sighs> okay. There's been a question in the chat that we've been neglecting. Uh, it's actually, I think it's towards one of your stories, Ansel. Uh, HE23T asks, Can, um, is Spike and Silent Night going to meet one day? It's possibility, uh, and they may already have. So there's a lot that happens off-screen. I'm a big fan of off-screen and letting people imagine things uh, versus everything being explicit. So there is a possibility that when Sparkles might have been at the palace sometime, Obviously, Spike would be there, and Silent Night would be there too. As far as showing it, that remains to be seen. You know, we tend to avoid any canon characters as if they have uh, projectile herpes. So, you know, we'll just have to see. Awesome. Then we've got some questions from Major Dude now that are out in the thread. Oh Lord, here we go. Um, Drake. There's, there's. These are some questions. So. <laughs> His first question is, nice OCs you got there. A celebrity also takes note of one of them and actually wants to voice one of them. Who would be that celebrity and what OC would it be? Crystal thinks about this kind of thing a lot more, actually. And oh, I, right. I, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to her. I'm, try- I'm trying to find the actress's name. I just know it by yeah. the character. She actually at one point went through and did look up yeah, I looked up a whole bunch of different voices just from uh, like Disney movies and whatnot. The one that's my favorite is uh, for anyone who knows Golden Pants slash O. It's uh, Georgette is the character from Oliver and Company. It's just perfect. Okay, because perfect isn't easy. Was that was that a pun? Is what a pun? I'm sorry. Perfect. Two when- Oliver and Company. Oh, I was. No, it wasn't intended to be a pun, but that's funny. I was uh, referencing the song Perfect Isn't Easy that she sings. Okay. Georgia is okay. Georgia is not. Can we go a cast without a pun? No. I mean, I can retroactively make it a pun for your your sake. We have a lot of pun here, all right? We need less pun. We have pun surplus. So, so Priest, what animal is Georgia? I haven't watched that movie in literally years. Yeah, yeah I yeah. wasn't going to point that out, but okay. Oh, no, I am. I am. <laughs> She's a poodle. She's not a cat. Your pun is I gone. Puddle. Okay. I knew Oliver was a cat, so do I at least get that much credit? Oh, that's okay. why I was going to give the credit, because the main character is a cat. Don't be nice to him. We'll get used to it. We're I'm talking sorry. about the movie with the aristocrats, right? 
Shut up. Everybody no. wants to be a dog. You're all oh, terrible. No. We're, we're getting really, really bad right now. Um. Anyway, celebrities and OCs, or should I move on? That, no. She, oh, she, oh, wait, no, we already did that. Damn it. Yeah. I'm um, terrible. Oh. <laughs> I'd say I can, I can always go get my blog post I did that listed all the characters. Nah, it's all. Okay. <laughs> I'd say Polly Shore for uh, shining or not shining, silent. That that hurts me at a level <laughs> that I cannot really well, express. Would you rather Gilbert Godfrey? Yes. I would love yes, that. Yes, I would. I would really love that. I mean, you know, I, I think he did an excellent job with Iago, and I would do anything over the Weasel. Also, I wonder, like, so really, the interesting thing about that is that just tells me a little bit of something about y'all, like, that Polly Shore would be a reference. Because I have to imagine that, like, 80% of the fandom is like, who's Polly Shore? <laughs> no, we know uh, who Polly Shore is, unfortunately. We've seen Goofy Movie. Alrighty, so we're going to move on to the next question. Um, dumb down, the question asks, if there is constructive criticism that you could give out to amateur writers but is taken the wrong way most of the time, what would you ask? Because it I... says negative but constructive criticism, but by definition, I don't think constructive criticism is negative. No, constructive yeah. criticism can be negative. It can say – you can say your story sucks because A, B, and C, and here's how to fix it. That's constructive, but it's not nice. Ah, that's, that's true. So I – okay, wait. So is the question – how to not give negative structure or is it how what is something that is frequently given out as constructive criticism but it comes across as negative so people no, don't the question is what criticism would you give others what negative crit constructive criticism would you give to new writers oh okay okay so we'll we'll try to cover a couple of different things or one different thing each ah, so ah. oh you i i don't this echo is confusing me stop queuing up I don't really I don't, low in in the podcast on on Twitch, you know. Oh no, there was the echo of me hearing of him through oh, his speaker, oh. or through I don't know. I was hearing myself. Nonetheless, I usually have people talking in say, the same house. Just just <laughs> guess things. All I was gonna say was I hate giving criticism to anyone, so this is gonna be a struggle for me. So Ansel, you just you just go with it while I try to come up with something on the spot. Well, but you're not you're not yes, but you're not criticizing an individual. You're saying what is general criticism to give any new writer? I think is what you're looking at. So I'm gonna go left field out of this one. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do left field because there's very serious things because it's hard to know without looking thing. But like from the positive side, I would say. You know, be very careful taking any kind of criticism. It's very important. You should look at criticism, but you know, ultimately, you should be writing because you enjoy writing. And the more you do it, the better you'll get, and you'll kind of learn. And you'll also learn from reading. So, you know, obviously, if it's constructive criticism, I don't think it's going to be die and stop writing because there is a lot of that, which is a shame. I would say a big thing that I would recommend people is. If you want to get better, you need to read other stories and pay attention to them. And when I say other stories, I mean in general. They don't have to be good stories because, again, good subjective. I mean let's face it. The, uh, the featured box on fanfiction proves that on an everyday basis. <laughs> yes. So you know, you need to read. And then the other than, other than that, it's you need to focus on you know, writing 
to have fun, right? Because I see a lot of people that, that come to us and, you know, it, it's funny. This is something I've seen people struggle with and they say, well, you're popular and you have a Patreon and you've been on the featured, you know, I want that to happen today. It's like, okay, but it doesn't. Nobody helped me. When I started on the site, I didn't know anybody. And it was just a matter of I updated three times a week, every week with a decent product that got better as I went on. And eventually, you know, enough people started saying, Jesus, this stupid story shows up in the updated box three times a week. Okay, let me just read this crap and get it over with. And they're like, oh, this isn't half bad. Okay. And then as I went on, I got better just because I was getting the rust off. So you just have to write. And I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of new writers don't do because they want to be on the featured box on their first story mm -hmm. without knowing that, you know, I'm 35 years old. I've been writing as a hobby since I was 14. And they don't know how many god awful, embarrassing, crappy stories that I had to like poo out before I ever got to anything that was worth doing, uh, you know. So I guess the short answer is put in the work. So that's going to be my answer is put in the work. That's that's were, a really good thing to say. I... Were, were any of those crappy stories wifey enough? You just shut up right now. <laughs> uh, what What is wifey? It's uh -huh. inside reference for this podcast. Basically, in uh, Enigmatic Otaku started writing, uh, what was it, Pokemon? Nope, nope, it wasn't Pokemon. It was Naruto. His his origins are Naruto fan fiction. Bad Naruto fan fiction. What? Yes, that's what we're saying. And uh, he had a particular fan. line right? of uh, right. of uh, a, a certain girl in, in X story was crying to said guy because she wasn't wifey enough. Oh, come on, you, use the Naruto names. I love how it, it was Fire them. Emblem. No, no, it was Naruto. We're going with that. Hinata was, was crying to Sasuke that she wasn't wifey enough to him. No, it was yep. Naruto to Sasuke. N next week it'll yeah. be Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's where I started. And then One Piece. Oh. 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 My first fan fiction when I, or my first piece of writing when I was twelve was a Dragon Ball Z fan fiction, which mm. was, uh, she. I don't remember her name, but she was a princess on planet Vegeta, and she also escaped, and it took her a while to find Vegeta so that she could be like, I was your betrothed. And I'm also super awesome. I can throw a rock around the world. I and was then Bulma shows up. So she was a Mary I Sue. I didn't. She was like the ultimate Mary Sue. She also had a special pet animal thing that I don't remember what it was, but it was like an alien space creature. And mm -hmm. uh, she was wonderful and special. Wonderful. Uh, but I do want to kind of tee off of uh, Ansel. And I actually have a very dear person to my heart. He is my cousin, but we grew up kind of like siblings. Uh, he saved, uh, I see someone ask in the chat, why Vegeta? Because he was, because I was 12 and he was a bad boy, okay? I could change him. No, I could change him. <laughs> I, I had a crush on Vegeta when I was 12 too, so I Right, understand. like he's the bad yeah. boy. Also, he, the way he yelled Kakarot was probably my favorite thing of all. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, why Come not on, Vegeta? No, no. No, stop. Um, <laughs> But I have my very dear cousin, who anyone who knows us may know him as Rosby. He actually saved pretty much everything I wrote as a teenager and then has now given it back to me. And it's really terrible, and I've shared it publicly. If anyone wants to read some of the most edgiest, terrible crap, I wrote it. It's out there. 
We'll do dramatic readings of it if you let us. If you want to, you can do whatever. I'm embarrassed of it, but I accept that it was a part of me and I needed it to grow. And uh, I share it because it's like, okay, people think that I'm a decent or good or whatever you want to call it writer now. I didn't start that way. Like, it was not that way from the beginning. I didn't just sit down and be like, writing this beautiful prose. No, I had, let me, let me pull up. Just give me one second. No, I, I totally understand because my first story I ever wrote on frickin' 4chan was an okay. amnesia story about a human going to Equestria and getting tortured by Celestia because reasons. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Go yeah. ahead, please. Before the drunk man could do anything, she reached up and kissed his lips, and as she did, his skin seemed to melt away, leaving nothing but bones. She broke the kiss and gave the other two men a seductive grin. Guess I was a bit too hot for him. Anyone else want to take a try and see if you can keep up with me? After having seen their drunk friend melt in near nothingness, they stumbled off into the darkness. This is too spooky. It sounds I wrote like that. a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> <laughs> one of people's other favorite, uh, I call it juvenile quartz, uh, one of other people's favorite is, uh, I described a lake, but instead of just calling it a lake, it was the point at which the ground dips and water collects, commonly known as a lake. Oh, yep. That's that's my, that is personally my favorite. Oh, oh my god. That is a sentence I wrote. Oh, sweet, merciful lord. That's the perpetual wonderful. edge. Yes, and then another common thing is orbs. I never called eyes eyes. They were orbs. I, I wanted to smack people who did that. Like... Like, I don't know where I got the, from. No, the worst one was people actually used the word ocules for a while. I was like, you guys need to die in a pit. I will put you <laughs> in there and lay you all on fire. You guys need to fucking stop. And don't call him Azure. I'm sorry, I'm done. No, <laughs> okay. you yelled at me for using the phrase Azure pools before. Yeah, you call you called somebody's eyes Azure pools in like a romance story, and I yelled at you. I was like, no, you never say this ever again. Uh, we're horribly behind though, so I'm gonna try and I'm sorry. Scoot, scoot through the No, we're having a ton of fun. This is great. <laughs> this is why. Um, so, um, so writers, actual writers, not fanfic writers, that you guys look up to is the next question from Major Dude. Kate Elliott and Piers Anthony. Margaret Weiss. Hmm. Judging. Judging you silently. <laughs> uh, next question. Um, who are your favorite followers? <gasps> oh, that's, you want us to pick our favorite children? Yes, you your yes, you need to pick your favorites right now in front that's, of each other. That's not and, fair. And the answer, each other, is a perfectly acceptable answer. I will say that one of our favorite followers between the two of us is DJ Thump. Yeah, DJ Thump. Adore him. Uh, but I'm going to say absolutely my answer is this recent follower I've gotten, uh, a non-pencil. I, I really like that follower. <laughs> oh, wait, I just recently followed you. That's old news. That happened a while ago. Oh. Priest. Okay. I'm shipping the, these two and the rest of the group right now. <laughs> okay. um, I would also say uh, Ephemeral is, uh, yeah. love him. We, 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 we joke, we've only listed two names. Like, there, there's a very solid group that's been with us forever. Like, and it's probably about 20 people. That have been with, and I, I don't want to like exclude anybody or not, but like they, that are truly that we're really, really close to. But yeah, um, you know, so, but yes, I, I would say Thump, um, in addition to being a really sweet guy, and uh, we met at Brennicon, had a lot of fun, but Thump is one of those guys that will like super analyze my chapters for every little sneaky thing I've done 
and then do a comment about it. And it's, it's, there's nothing more rewarding than that. Uh, it's just to like that someone would take so much time and go through and look at every little word and be like, you're sneaky. I wonder if this means this. And I just sit there and go, yes. <laughs> oh, that's why you like him. I like him because he picked me up and hugged me and spin me around at Bronicon. That's true too. He <laughs> tried to steal you. No, no, it was it was friendly. It was a hug spin. When did you guys go to Bronicon? L last year was our first. Ah, it's, it's, it's well, still well, it's still this year technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Pencil and I were both at uh, Bronicon 2015, so we were wondering if we ran into you. Well, we will be at 17. We're, we everything not. is booked. We will not. That's too expensive. Well, now then, what's the point of going? Sadness. Aww. So, um, Well, maybe I'll go. That'll be worth it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow you out there. Uh, consolation prize. Um, <laughs> I love that. Priest, your new name is Consolation Prize. Oh. Well, right. then we'll go to the next question. It's the final question I'm going to ask from Major Dude, and then we're going to move along to someone else. Uh, no, no, no. Do you like Spike? I'll be honest. Nah, not really. Mm -hmm. He's not bad. I don't like – I don't – so there's a, there's a distinction that I always try to talk about. People like don't like and dislike are two different things. I don't dislike Spike. I just don't like him, you know? He's he's that one guy that you went to college with. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll play I'll play uh, I'll play Double O Seven Golden Eye with you, but you know, I really don't want you in my room. <laughs> yes, I understand. He just makes all me right. think of like an annoying younger brother. Yes, yes. yes. That's all I can ever you guys see him at. Right in. Yes, I, I hate <laughs> I hate Spike so much. So anyway, um, to the next question, we're gonna we're gonna have to find uh, one group of questions to rapid fire. Unfortunately, maybe Snuffy again because Snuffy usually has some really good rapid fire questions. Davey Floor 44 asks, what is your favorite ship and what is your least favorite ship? For me, it's got to be Fluttercord because that's actually how I started. Uh -huh. So I have a soft spot for that. Uh, least favorite? Oh, oh least favorite? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, both, yeah. both, both. Most and least. Oh, okay, uh, least favorite? Uh, I can't get into Fluttershy and Bulk Biceps just because Bulk Biceps design scares me. So yeah, yeah. Th that'd be my least. Is it the tiny wings and the actually no? Eye? Yeah, it's it's the it's the overly muscular. But actually no, it would be any it, incest. Incest bothers me. Any incest ship. Oh man. I have a baby sister. Well, she's not a baby anymore, but she's a baby sister, and I just can't handle incest. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ansel, uh, my favorite ship. And again, this isn't actually to be quite like. My favorite ship, and I used to make jokes about this or do things on purpose, is um, Velvet Step and Crystal Wishes. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I edit Crystal's work, like I'll put in fake edits that aren't actually edits of like how like they caress or they kiss or like, oh like inappropriate stuff, so that she might accidentally publish it. For uh, anyone who read <laughs> the most recent Lovey Dovey chapter, there were so many erections and wangs that I had to edit out. <laughs> So I do that stuff just to keep her on her toes. But yeah, so like I love the Velvet Step Crystal Wishes ship. That's like my absolute favorite. Um, my least favorite, you know, I I struggle with Twilight and Celestia. I, I really do, um, but that's just me. I, I'm not like against it. I just – I think to me that's the one. Like I don't like – I really don't like seeing like Luna and Celestia as like super sexual beings. 
Man, still no one, not one guest came on here and said Mr. and Mrs. Cake. I'm a little hurt. Does well, it count I mean, as a ship if they're married? Yeah. Well, and, and my other question is, like, I'd be more interested to know about the, you know, the train with the unicorn and the Pegasus that Mrs. Cake was a part of, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, thank you. Thank you. There's well, a comment. I can hear her There's laughing in the background. Yes. There's a comment. <laughs> I'm just disappointed nobody ships Zakora with anyone. She needs love too. With everyone. At the same time. Next, um, going to Tony Montana now. Um, to each of you, what was the biggest influence when making Quill and Blade? And do you guys have any non-Quill and Blade projects that you have considered? So influence is, is a struggle for me. Is my <laughs> that well, yeah, I uh -oh. have. <laughs> so the big Quill and Blade exists solely from the episode, uh, the Nightmare, the original Nightmare Night episode. I was just watching it and I was like, you know, if I were to write a fan fiction and I would never write a fan fiction because all those people are just weird. I'd never, ever, ever do that. If I were to write one, I would write one about this episode. So then I started writing one about this episode, but I'm like, well, you can't write a fan fiction about one episode in a vacuum. No one would ever do that and end up immediately in the, the, the box at the top just because you just pick whatever episode happened last week and with everything. That would never happen. Those people are weird. So then I was like, well, I need to explain who this Silent Night character is. So it took me like 18 chapters to get to the fanfic that I was going to write you know, originally. And that's really the biggest influence, I guess. Um, because again, prior to that, I had not read any fanfiction whatsoever, like not, not one word. Um, and then after that, the other like part of it is um, Azerite was heavily influenced by Little Pip from the original Fallout Equestria. Oh. All right. That got uh, what attention. do you think, Crystal? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Major influences, uh, probably my uh, love of characters. I don't know what my influences are. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, what about non-Quill and Blade projects? We have none. So uh, everything is in universe we we're just i will say so without any question and not this is not self-deprecating crystal is a superior writer than i am she's at a point in her life where she's just better at it than i am uh, her characterization is uh very much on par or better her dialogue is definitely better now uh, where she struggles where i'm superior is world building so all of my writing background comes pretty much from being a DM uh, for for D and D and whatnot. So uh, once I get invested in a world, I have an incredibly difficult time of detaching because what people don't understand at how much Quill and Blade there is that you don't see on screen, it, it's it's just crazy. So we do not have any current plans for non Quill and Blade that I'm aware of. Uh, the only technical non-Quill and Blade projects are when, because of the burden of being serious to the thing, is when we do what we call AUAU. So like my story, Night and Day, which is literally an AU of Quill and Blade for the silliness. We have some of that. Uh, and actually we were joking about one today where it was like the evil side where the slightly evil Silent Night is, what is it? What was it? What, did, what was Slightly louder Silent Night. Slightly or, no, louder sli Silent Night. Slightly, slightly louder night. Slightly, not, <laughs> slightly louder night. <laughs> 
Good job. Yeah, we're very clever people. Not at all. Alrighty, we're gonna go down to the sane one who know how who now oh my gosh, I can't talk today. I can talk. Um they ask, would you rather have time stop except for you two for forever? Or would you rather relive the same week over and over without ever remembering? If it's the two of us together, then I'd rather just have time stop forever and ever. I think we'd probably go crazy, but at least we'd have each other versus like, I don't want to be in Groundhog Day. Of course, if we wouldn't know, I guess we wouldn't so know. So you could relive your it's wedding every, every week for the rest of your life. Hmm. That's tough because we wouldn't know. But, sure. but you, all, all you would be is happy for the rest of your life. Do, do I... I don't do a wedding. <laughs> okay, I, I had two weddings. One of them was at a hospital. I just you know what, whatever. Man. I, no, I, I actually know. loved our wedding. I'm I'm going. I'm still going with all time stops as long as it's the two of us together. Fair. I know that might sound sappy, but you know well, we like sap here. It's fun. Um, I think this is all adorable. Yeah. So I have a question, um, Priest. You're not going to ask that riddle because I know the answer to that riddle. I'm curious if anyone else does. When is a door not a door? When it's closed? When it's a jar. When it's oh. a jar. <laughs> All right. Now, it's, you know what time it is, Priest? Are you going to do the jingle? I, I, I forgot. I just fucked. I, I don't. I, and I don't now know. it's time for questions with Vylon. Something like that, yes. Vylon is a user who comes in and asks questions every week, and we can't help but remember her because of the type of questions she asks. Um. It was, it was time for questions with Vylon. That was it. Okay. I, for, I forgot. Uh, oh, my if... Lord. One of those questions. All of the questions. You don't understand. Every single question you're about to answer is inappropriate, uncomfortable, and horrible. Get it's ready. And, uh, yeah, just, just be ready to say pass if you need to or just answer as best you can. Let's do it, priest. If you were to create an Alcorn OC within the Quill and Blade universe, what role, personality, and significance would that character have? Nocturna. Nocturna already has. <laughs> already done. Read the stories. Next question. As creators of multiple OCs, how do you keep the characters from becoming too edgy? Because I hate edge. Yay! You make them stupid. Dull. Try to try to keep a little fun in one particular trait that makes them special in every character. Oh, that's an answer too. Next question. How did you manage to avoid having your stories become too edgy despite being in such a serious setting? Because I hate edge. <laughs> you, have to, you have to balance the good with the bad, and there have to be moments of comic relief, even in kind of darker settings. And the way you can tell that kind of story is to kind of keep that light and focus on other things. Silent Night mostly focuses internally since it's a first person. So sometimes it becomes too edgy. Like in my opinion, I think secrets is a little bit more than it should be. But again, you have to go back and forth between the darkness of the setting with also the understanding that while everything in your life can be falling apart and things can be horrible and you can be depressed every day, that actually you can have some pretty good days and laugh and, you know, it might be fleeting, but that's what keeps you going. All right. Next question. What is your general opinion of edginess? I hate edge. <laughs> I... <laughs> That fucking that. <laughs> Works for me. Next question. <laughs> All right, here what we you, go. What do you think of miniature guillotine toys that decapitated dolls, which were popular among children during the French Revolution? Pause. I hate say it. That, say that word again, priest. Guillotine. Say it again, right? Guillotine. Thank you, can do you. it, buddy. You can do it. Guillotine. 
There you go. Sorry, I, my I, Midwestern I, is getting a little rough these days. I always pronounce it as guillotine. That's because you're dumb you're and you have no education. Fuck you. Guillotine between languages. I, I nuclear. I think, <laughs> I think it was a different time, but I do think it's a little messed up. Cellular phone. Okay. Oh boy, this is a vinyl on question. Here we go. One. Um, would you rather have a miscarriage or a retarded child? <laughs> <laughs> I. So we. It, this is Whoa. when when you start talking ah. about when you start talking about having children. This is the kind of horrible thing you have to think of. Um, so you know, a miscarriage would be very psychologically damaging uh, damaging to Crystal. I know it would just because of the way she is, but I, I think. Like I also am somewhat pragmatic in like the good of the species type thing. Uh, I'm gonna go personally miscarriage. That's just me. I think that's probably what's best for the good of the species and you know long term from a selfish perspective. But uh, the the psychological damage, I don't know if it'd be worth it in the end. She's All not right, gonna on, answer that one by the on way. On that on that <laughs> note on that note we're moving on. Um, oh now, here we go. Oh oh great. Bylon, you outdid yourself this week. Oh my god, of all weeks. Okay, what do you think of victims who go back to their rapists because they have no one else to turn to? They need to find someone else to turn to. Next question. Yes. (laughs) Two women are fighting over a child. Would you rather give the child to the barren woman or the child who gave birth to a couple of stillborns? Oh my god. Flip a coin. Next question. Uh, We're going to do King Solomon here and cut the baby in half. Oh god! Oh fuck that! No. Okay. All right. Are you getting used to Bylon? She's kind of a special creature. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go back to the first question that I skipped. Together forever, heart. I don't know. With the context of everything else, I'm scared of what the underlying <laughs> meaning of this question is. You should be. <laughs> All right. You have to commit. Currently, that's the plan. Yes, but as I tell everybody, just make sure you have a good prenup. Jesus Christ! That's quite a thing to say. All right, let's go to the story question. You are tourists on a romantic vacation to a certain landmark. A little girl runs towards you to beg for alms. She's sweet and and little, and she's a sweet little thing. Along with her enthusiasm, you can see a light of innocence and hope in her eyes as you give her some of your spare change. You would honestly take her and adopt her, but you know that syndicates are watching her and are using her money as income. Uh... You leave, knowing that the money you have given her will at least spare her from punishment. Ten years later, you revisit the landmark and see the girl again on the same spot, but this time she now has a child with her in her arms as she begs. The light in her arms and enthusiasm you've seen before are all but gone. Do you want to see that? You want to see that light return? Will you give her a flashlight or contact lenses? <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Fucking Bylon. Yeah, flashlight sounds like fun. Oh, I couldn't either. I, I I feel like you as a couple need to go to counseling now after all these bylon questions. Oh, bylon, bylon, who hurt you? <laughs> it's okay. You can tell me. You're, it's this is a safe place. Who hurt you? <laughs> I love her so much. This is I want to take that clip and use it in something. This bylon, who hurt you? I think that should be our no. Forget my single. I think that we need to get invisible man in here. No, just to start with, honestly, that should be the lead into violence questions from now on. Just Violon, who hurt you? And then it goes in. Can we include that in the jingle? Yes. <laughs> yes. But, um, but I want royalties. 
The final question is, do you agree that love conquers all? As sappy and ridiculous as it sounds, I actually do believe that it does. Really? I thought you were not going to go sappy. I thought I was the sappy one. Aw, today's a good day. See, I, think, I think hatred see, conquers all, especially love. So there you go. See, I love think, conquers all because as long as you give just enough to keep people on the strings, you get situations oh, see, that's like what just go. happened. <laughs> yeah. We're into puppeteer territory. You oh, know it. Okay. Yeah, man, I, was, I was just about to say that Ansel and Crystal are best shit. Nope. Well, thank you. Welcome <laughs> to the reality. Did she just say no? All right. Um, I want to rapid fire these questions and both of you have to answer because these are both inappropriate. Oh, I saw these. Are you ready? Can I just answer I hate Edge for all of them? Yes. Um, But wait a second. This is not Edge. No, I know. I just would rather say that word than the real word. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's do it. No, no. I guess guess, um, we have your answer, Crystal. Let's rapid fire these to Ansel. Okay. All right. Yes. Would you suck off Twilight's massive food of penis? Not for free. What is your favorite butt in Equestria? Velvet Step. Would you take a giant food of pony penis in all the holes? Uh, including the eyes. Is this Bendy? No. Of course it's Bendy. Of course it's Bendy. All right. Uh, Would you tell Applejack you don't like apples? But I do like apples. Would you help Applejack relax after a hard day's work at the farm by allowing her to stick her massive food of penis up your anus like a true friend, or would be the gay faggot not take the food of penis up the butt? <laughs> I'm surprised I said that. I'm, I, I'm impressed. Again, you know, I don't do that sort of thing for free. So, you know, Applejack's not a good enough friend for freebies. What if she hires you? Depends on how big it is. Oh, yeah. would you burn her book in front of Twilight Sparkle? What's the book? Would you let Fuda main six pain you? What's the what's the payoff? Yes. Yes. All right. That was those. So now we're going to go to Slanesh. Because <laughs> that's going to be so much better. It's slightly better. Why am I alive? Uh, you were alive because of the Eldar decadence. Your parents made a mistake. Oh. I- insert manufactured enigma joke here. <laughs> What? At least they tried to get rid of them. They're a mistake. Wow! <laughs> why did Pony Fiction... Why did Pony Fiction popular enough that somebody made a site that was made? I'm going to leave Ansel to take care of this because I realized why my name and my avatar is changing. Rosby is messing with my stuff, so BRB. Okay. Uh, I don't understand the question, so the answer is because people wanted it. That's actually a Nailed very it. answer. Uh, the next question is, how did the two of you together get into writing? As, as the couple? Uh, I or think just in general. Okay, so I, Crystal, we know about. She started writing. She's out there killing Rosby. Anyway, <laughs> she started with Dragon Ball Z fan fiction. It was just an interest and passion to her. I started, believe it or not, with EverQuest fan fiction. So, Ooh. yeah. Okay. Next question is to Milk. Who needs to wake up? Do what? What? <laughs> but you know what? Uh, you can't wake up. Will you milk me? Uh, yes. Whatever the question okay. is. I don't know what the question that is. That was it. Okay. okay. You milk, can go back to sleep. Congratulations, you're married. Uh, now to Ansel and question. Next question. Uh, why do people like pony porn? 
Oh, you know, I think people like porn of everything. It's it's actually interesting. Um, not we're not like this is not like geek shaming like, but generally we're not into the pony porn just because they, I, the sexualization of them is a little weird to me. Not that I make like I said again, it's not that it's just like it feels weird. But I think people like porn of things. They like their favorite characters, and you know they want to take that one step further where. Uh, you know, maybe Rainbow Dash goes a little muff diving on Fluttershy. You know, I respect that. <laughs> I honestly think it's people, the, the line kind of blurs between cute and sexy. I've never I, heard the term muff diving before. Really? Really? But you're from Taku. You can remember, he doesn't hear much or know much about anime, actually, because, you know, he's, he's a poor yeah. child from he a poor family. He hasn't watched Evangelion. Yeah. All righty. Uh, now, two of you, the two of you collectively, can you answer one last question? Yes. I yes. have my laptop, so I'm good. There you go. That's that's the that's the answer. That was the last question. Uh, uh, that no, that, that uh, was the last question for that person. Um, yeah. <laughs> to, be to be clear, not the last one, right, Price? No, no, we still have a ton of questions. Okay. Uh, now we're going to snake snakeskin duct tape. Ugh. Uh, is Pinkie Pie's main a secret weapon developed by the equestrian government, codenamed Hair Force One? It's not meant to be a weapon. It's actually more of a storage device so that they can store weapons in it. Like the uh, lion mane from Steven Universe. Exactly. Lion? I was, so, I was so sure you guys want to go the Doctor Who Tartarus route. Um, no, lion. Well, that's a route too, but I'm really into the Steven Universe right now. Yes. That's fine. I, I welcome you into that. Enjoy. It's uh, it's quite a ride. <laughs> Did you say Tartarus instead of uh, Tardis? I I stuttered, all right. Oh Maybe. my god! It's okay. It's okay. No, as some as a fellow stutterer, I totally understand. This this podcast oh. is made as a way to work on my public speaking skills. So, really, uh, I thought it was me. Well, I think you're doing great. Oh, you're sweet. You can, you we're being way too nice here. You're all assholes. Oh, I'm sorry. Screw you. Love you, please. Okay. Um, next question. Uh, when people list writing tips, you typically say the see, see the same ones over and over and over. Show, don't tell. Uh, don't be too edgy. What writing tips do you not see come up often that are worth the mention? Mary Sue, the shit out of your story. And if anyone tells you otherwise, they're wrong. Because I don't want to read any story where your character is some drab, bland, level one D&D character that you've balanced out to be well-rounded to the rules. So take those Mary Sue tests, print them out on these things that they have, they're called printers. They actually generate paper, set Shit. them in your toilet and take a dump on them. Because again, if your character is not special in some way, you have failed as an author. I like Twilight it. is a massive Mary Sue. She's the biggest Mary Sue in the world. So if you tell people don't, you know what, that's fine. And more importantly, if you want to write a character, that's a female Vegeta that can throw a rock around the world and hit him in the back of the head so that he could be your husband, waifu, lover, and it makes you happy, you write the shit out of it. Just don't expect people to love it. <laughs> she is getting a kick out of what you're saying. She is. Don't expect she likes people it when I go tirade. But no, seriously, just don't expect people to like it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the key. Do it for you! And don't call your character Raven. I'll punch you in the face. Please don't do that. I'm just, I'm done with you if you, if you call your character Raven. Or Shadow. Or Shadow! <laughs> but, you know, it, it's funny, you know, it's, it, it, that every character, every main character should be a little bit Mary Sue, though. I mean, they really should, so that, that's just... That's what makes them relatable. Exactly. Uh, how about you, Crystals? 
Oh my gosh, I'm so giggly from the tirade. What was, <laughs> is this about Mary Sue's? Is that what the question was about? No, no, no it's, um, it's good tips writing advice that doesn't normally, isn't normally given out. Oh, uh, I don't know if it's not normally given out, but my favorite advice to give, because this is what I do, is I don't, I often do not write chapters in chronological order. If I'm trying to start a chapter and it's just not working, then I just keep skipping like scenes or whatever until I find something that's finally working. And then I'll just move backwards until I find the beginning of it. That actually works I, really well. I've done that too. I'm, I'm with you there. It's one of my, it's one of my number one things that I do. I and I am that as I physically, physically incapable of doing that. It's so weird. I can't, I cannot do it. It bothers you because you're like, oh, I need to go back and finish this before I can do this. I'm, I am a complete linear person in everything. It's, it, it's even in our lives. So like I drive her nuts because she thinks I'm nagging her for stuff, but really what I'm doing is I'm a list builder and a check offer and that's it. So like, as soon as I get up in the morning, it's okay. These are the things that I have to do. And then, you know, when I'm driving, it's like, this is what I have to do at work and they have to happen in these chronological orders. And if they don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a weird thing. I'm sure it's some sort of mental defect, but no, yeah, it's gotta be chronological. Well, if I find out a way to help you break that, I'll be sure to tell you linear. Check off. Oh <laughs> my God, priest. You don't, you don't even get any water today. I'm not, I'm not going to give you any water today. You, you get to dehydrate. Okay. But, but I want out of the closet. I was waiting for sounds of murder to come up from his mic. Next question. Um, I'm going to skip down a little bit because of the things we've already answered. Um, have you read any fanfics that you really like, but have an undeservedly low like versus dislike ratio? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's an answer. Okay. Uh, I'm going okay. to yes, there's probably something I'm like trying to scramble to give a specific name, but, uh, yes, let's just go with those. Okay. Nailed it. Uh, if you guys do think of it, we can actually. Come back to it later. The problem that I can't give the answer like off the top of my head is I built a little like user script for my browser, so I don't see downvotes. So I actually don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually pretty funny. So yeah, we we use what is it called? What is our script called? We name it. Positive positivity. Positive, yeah. Po positivized. Positivized. Oh, I can't say it. We literally cannot downvote stories, and we literally do not see downvotes because we find them to be useless. So wow. they just do not exist on Fimfic for us. So we cannot negatively impact anybody and people can go downvote our stuff and we will want, like literally, if you didn't think your downvote didn't matter before to us, it definitely doesn't now because we'll never see it. All it did was like make me feel bad when like it would go up. So I just, I just hide them and I'm happier. And I'm happy. Yeah. You... Sorry. Oh no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, whereas I, I'm from a very different breed of writing, and so if I get a lot of downvotes for a story, like an exorbitant sum, I just kind of roll in like mud. I'm just like, yes! Yeah, she hides And see, now, like, I'm going to be on the other side and be like, man, just looking at the number of likes I have is going to be a complete, like, misrepresentation of how good my writing actually is. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it makes you feel good, and that's what matters, right? That's what this uh, for, Well, I like I like letting people beat me up, so I know that I have more room to improve as a writer. Are with me. That makes so sense. So you got a masochist streak, huh? Well, so my my problem, you know, my my struggle with that would be is the only way to improve as a writer is for them to say something in a comment. Uh, a downvote doesn't tell you what you've done wrong. I mean, it could literally be anything from I don't like 
OCs to I don't like your characterization, but you'll never know if they don't comment. So that's why, like personally, a lot of our, the people that we kind of mentor and stuff get hung up in the upvotes and downvotes. And, you know, my whole thing is, is I find no value in them at all. And, and not because I think I also think that the way that they're implemented on fan fiction is not great. I, I've said that before. I think it's it largely useless. Uh, I think a Reddit type model would be better. But again, at the end of the day, if they don't comment, you can't really improve. Huh. Okay. True. Because, I mean, that's the thing. There's one thing, quote unquote, knowing you've done something wrong, but not knowing what it is. How can you really work on that? And again, like I said, we write OCs, so we expect a certain amount of built-in downvotes just for people that are like, Twilight's not in this, right? There is a crowd of people that feels that way. It's a proven fact. They've actually mm -hmm. made comments to the, yeah. Yes. It's pretty funny, but, you know. It's like there's, there's disliking a story because of what the concept is and then there's disliking certain elements of a story and finding fault with them exactly so for me to improve as a writer because i i have lots of areas that i can improve in but the the way that i improve the most is when people make comments um, and i got a lot of really good feedback about secrets i really did they're like you know here's my issue with this here's just but it wasn't a downvote it was literally that's the sad thing is that the people that gave me the best advice were probably people that were like on my favorites list that read it the most and they're like, you know, I feel like this is wrong and this is why and, you know, and whatnot. And that's what's going to help it improve. The fact that it's got, and I really, I honestly don't know, the fact that it has more downloads than something else. Well, whatever. Download all you want. I love those constructive comments because sometimes I, legit, I legitimately forget stuff in my story if I have a lot of details going on at once. And some people actually remind me to include certain details. Yeah, exactly. And that, and believe me, that, that's it helps you know and again so sorry that was a tangent i do that no, it's all good by all means like this there's actually good advice in this podcast and th that's something that we do love to give out from time to time man that was that could have been phrased better yes, this yes, podcast yes, is good advice with a little bit of extra violon thrown in no yeah. one can speak today when the violon throws in a little extra all right um what is next? For the, so what is what here. is next? Because priest, we are you're behind. I'm gonna skip down a little bit to that other other guy. Um, All right. Quill or Blade? I'm Blade. She's Quill. All Yay! right. Um. Now probably the hardest question of this podcast. <laughs> uh, you have to fuck, marry, or kill a non-pencil, flutter priest, and an enigmatic Lataku. You must choose. I think we all know which one's dying. I want to hear yeah. this. I, I am entertained. Okay, uh, I'll go first. I'm going to marry Pencil. Yay! Yay! I'm going to... You know what? Let's just make this as awkward as possible for everyone. Uh, enigmatic, you're going to be my little sex buddy. No! You're going to die. Oh. Well, that's a okay. first. You're de you're... So I should call you daddy then. <laughs> so so, oh! so, so, so oh, I'm no. going to punt... I'm gonna punt, and since my wife chose you as her fuck buddy, enigmatic is my kill. Um, of course, you know, everyone else's kill. You know, Flutter, you seem like um, good marrying stock. I think you and I would be fine, and Anon, I, I imagine we would have fun. So you'll you'll be my fuck buddy. <laughs> oh, we're laughed in the background. I don't know if I'm happy that I was killed or that I'm seen as cattle. Maybe you should go first, Crystal, so Priest doesn't have to live through it. Um, now we have a question. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, we have a question from an autistic clause. Uh, why are you so communist? 
Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> Ansel, are you with us? Oh, is it me? Yeah. Oh, uh, or, no, sorry. It, it, you blinked uh, in and out of the chat. I was, I was worried. I'm blaming hey, Rusty. I was trying to say something. Please wait. Okay. Uh, uh, so it, um, how many females have we had on this show before as a guest? How many? One? Yeah. It's like this. You are Crystal. Oh, no. First. Two. Crystal, Crystal is second. Oh. You were the first. No, no, no. But besides me, um, Chris, <laughs> I don't count. Crystal is the first, really. We had Otaku on. And, and how many people have chosen Enigma in the Mary Fuck Kill thing before? Literally nobody. So the first girl on here, the first lady on here, chose Enigma. No one else. Yeah. You're welcome, baby. You just basically made him write another blue dragon story. Yeah. Kinda. Oh, no. I don't know what that is, but you're welcome, baby. Oh, no, don't say that to me. He'll just make it worse. Enigma's oh. known for his clop. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How does that now? It, it, um, Blue Dragon, what happens when Spike doesn't get laid or... Um, wait, no, that's not right. What is it? He almost gets laid, but then she gets busy and has to go back to her shift at McDonald's. Oh. Uh, just I want to explain this story what... to be a thing. I don't know just... if I want an explanation. Continue to be innocent. All right, all right. You're my innocent little child that I am apparently having sex with. <laughs> oh! That's a night out shit right there! I thought you didn't like him. <laughs> what? Oh, I, well, you know, I have to bend the rules sometimes. <laughs> I hope that's not all you're bending. Anyway. <laughs> something, something, oh, babysitter. Osaka, you're getting bent. Next question is why are you so communist? Is that to us or is that to Flutter Priest? I, I don't. I think that's to you, but that being said, we don't do politics in this chat, so. Oh, womp womp. Herka Durka. Um, Ambien now has questions. Uh, oh, I Ambien. When you are writing or planning to write a development that has particular impacts across both the Q and the B side of things, how do you plan it out? And is there a division of labor with distinct roles? Ooh. Fair question. So when it comes to major universe shifts and story elements, as in like the greater world story elements, pretty much it's it's a top down i sort of plan that out and then i just tell crystal i mean that's fair right yeah no you're the world builder i say the only exception is when i have one of those like shower thoughts and i'm just like hey it'd be really cool if the changelings spoiler alert blah bleep out you know things i don't want to say and then you know that changes a whole bunch of stuff yes that yeah and that definitely happens yeah and so when it's just like holy crap that's amazing or yeah she'll float a, a light idea and I'll, I'll flesh it out or i'll float a light idea and she'll make it a thousand times better so that's how that mostly happens the the large bit of it happens when we're driving in the car and we have nothing else to do and so yeah we plan out so that's that so that, that there is a division of labor uh there yes i'm gonna go with that that's good we're behind okay uh, next question, is there been a story development that you guys have disagreed over very strongly? Yes. Yes. Would Killing you care Silent to Night. elaborate? Killing Silent Night. Yeah. I literally cried. Yes. Spoilers. She, she, no, no, no. This is, this is. This was memoirs. This was memoirs. So, so, uh, so again, I had no expectation of success, uh, no expectation that Crystal was going to fully go on and write all of Wishes. So the original, my original plan was Silent Night was going to die, like, and that's how it was planned out. And she flipped balls. She yeah, went out. I actually cried. She did. She went out, got some balls, and then flipped them. 
Oh, I remember seeing that story in numerous a number of times. Like, um, you guys usually updated right when I would update Fluttershy Once in Your Pants, which that was <laughs> always great. Um, but your guys' story always looks so cool. Crystal's wishes, um, just it looks fantastic. I shill, I'll shill for you. That, you, that story looks Are amazing. you trying to get me to change my Mary answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I still need to read Crystal's wishes. It's okay. I, I understand it's daunting. So far. Yeah. Well, I would say, and I'm not trying to dissuade you from it, get, wait, always good to read our stuff, but wait one month. Cause she's I'm, doing she's doing the rework for the for the book. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm doing like, a lot of revisions for so wishes. Just give it, yeah. Like not that we ever want to push people away from our stories, but seriously, don't read secrets right now unless you want to come back and read it again, because that rewrite's coming in 2017, and she's finishing up the rewrite of wishes. Oops, yeah, wishes. That'll be done um, in January when we do the hardback. I just need to find the spots in her story where she thinks he died. Uh, I need to further in. I just have a fear of stories with high word counts with an incomplete tag. That's simply all it is. Well, that that makes plenty of sense because again, most people, you know, they're worried that we're not going to finish. But at least you know, wishes yeah. is done, and wishes, wishes ends in a way that if nothing else happens, you can stop there. And so does memoirs. Um, I made sure memoirs ended in a way that if I wrote nothing else, you can be satisfied with just it. Uh, secrets. It 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 literally it pulls uh, back to the future too. Fair enough. Um, now we got questions from Scarlet Storm, and they are actually targeted to specific members of the podcast. So we'll try and get through these quickly so we can get to yours. Uh, pencil. What? Uh, you have to choose between saving one of the CMC and the other two dying, or you die wow. and all three live. Choose one. Oh, dude. Well, obviously, I'm gonna ch I'm I'm gonna save um, Sweetie Belle and just run off with her into the sunset and let the other two die. Damn right. That's yeah. the freaking answer to that question. Thanks. All right, Halo 4 or Halo Reach? Well, Scoots, I will make into chicken and eat. But anyway, continue. I hate you. <laughs> Halo 4 or Halo Reach? Yes. Uh, I don't, I, I've only played Halo once in my life, and that was to kill an ex-boyfriend. Nailed yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I get some projection stuff going on here. That's a true story. But uh, we're behind on time, so I'll just tell it later. Haven't played either. So Halo 4. Nailed it. Uh, next question to me. If you could ask either Twilight or Rainbow Dash, who would you choose? Uh, Twilight. Twilight's better in every way. Um, because books. I think was designed that way. You realize people think you like Rainbow Dash because he wrote that sweet, sweet Rainbow Dash story. And he hates that story. Yeah, like, Priest hates that story. I hate Rainbow Dash. <laughs> Why'd you I have it? I have to work hard to write her because... It was funny too Rob, because he was talking Rob to me and he's you. like, I wrote a quick shitty story about Rainbow Dash. Should I post it? I'm like, yeah, watch. People love it. He's like, ah, no. Uh, literally, literally, a a, literally a thousand upvotes later. <laughs> I believe that wholeheartedly. He's going after Rob's position now. Nah, dude. No one's going to touch Rob no. unless he wants to be touched. But it sounded like you said he's going after Rob's physician, not position. That's what I heard you say. Now, what up? I'll get that doctor. Next question is to Pencil. Uh, blood orgy, please. No, I, I don't share my blood orgies. Those are just for me and a couple of other dead people. That's how this works. Okay. That's where the blood comes from. Finally, to our guests. What inspired you to do each of your stories just in, in, in a very high level? Yep, just we'll go back to the, the Nightmare Night episode from season one or yeah. two, whatever. Yeah. 
And for mine, it was because he wanted an OCTUs and I was like, oh, I should probably write a little backstory about her. It was supposed to be 20 chapters. It's now 110. Woo! Man, <laughs> it's, it's crazy how things just get completely out of control. Yeah. I'm a meanderer. Uh, you are to duel Flash Sentry for Twilight Sparkle's Hoof. Which weapons do you use to both of our guests? Uh, 50 caliber sniper rifle, and he would never see it coming, and there would be nothing left of him, because I personally believe that ponies are barely bigger than cats. So she wouldn't even know that he was gone, because there would literally just be a random splatter. I would just get Angela to take care of it for me. So he's your weapon. He's my weapon, exactly. I mean, weapons can use weapons. It, that, that wasn't explicitly excluded in the rules. I'd use her hoof. Uh, okay. Skipping down. Snakeskin duct tape. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, okay, so ponies are the size of cats, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. How do they do a reach around? Um, hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look in, especially in the, the I think it's the Hurricane Fluttershy where they're all stretching, they're very flexible, okay? That's true. Very, very. I, true. I personally feel like Pegasus would be better at sex, just because they have the wing fingers. The wing fingers. Hold on. The <laughs> wing fingers. Yes, their 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 wings articulate like fingers. They're okay, I, I I was ready for you to say something like you have the wings, so you can add extra thrust or anything. I wasn't ready for you know they have wing fingers. And now I'm trying to visualize. <laughs> I'm trying to visualize. They got wingers. This is going to be a story now. I've got uh, I, I'm going to add this story. No, no, zero hesitation. I actually have to write something about Pegasus being able to use their wings as hands. I have to do this. Well, you realize you have to give credit to Ansel now. I do. But, I don't have to give credit to Ansel. That's all you can have it. <laughs> you finally made it, baby. You're popular now. Oh, gosh. Her, her fandom just coming and swooshing in on your stories. Oh, I will I be, ve her, be like very said, disappointed. Yeah, but I'll say, based on what she says, you know, her fans, are, I, I think that they would be so disappointed. They'd be like, where's the mature tag? Dude, no. when, when does Silent Night take a dump on Crystal's chest? <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have two types of fans. I have two types um, of fans. Those who are please write that. No, please I have, write that. Two, I have two uh, types of fans. Those who are here to hate themselves and drink, and those who are here for my sweet romance, sad, sad stories. So there you go. Well, there's also another particular story that I'm very proud of you for. But oh, thank you. Uh, let's let's move down to snuffy questions. Um, <laughs> question number one: How many marital disputes have there been over who is best pony? None, None over best pony, but I, I do want to like I don't like uh -oh. again. Our marriage, we've had more fights in our marriage based on our pony fan fiction than we've had of, of anything else. That's for I sure. Know. No, we fight, I think, I mean, personally, I think we fight most about the fact that I'm a self-loathing workaholic and work until like 9 p.m. Well, okay, yeah. yes. Other than that, when you were going through your serious phase of getting mad at me because I would come home and expect you to stop working at a normal time, but. Okay, but then second was second definitely to that. Not. Second to that was ponies, yes, for sure. I'm going to just stretch my shirt a little bit. This got a little real, so we're going to move to the next question. <laughs> Um, Don't ask the questions if you're afraid of the answers. I'm yeah. not. I, I isn't I'm afraid not, of it's anything. It's not the answers we're afraid of. It's <laughs> the consequences of the answers. Get out of the submarine if you can't handle the screen door. What? Exactly. That's No, that's great. I like that. 
we can't stand the heat. Get out of hell. We're all, Actually, we're... it's cold there. Um, which of you is the most energetic when it comes to writing? Crystal. Probably me. She, she has uh, – the one thing she shares in common with the OC that shares her name is that she doesn't actually have, like, the physical notebooks of all her story ideas, but, like, her head is just full of them. If we flipped her upside down and shook them out, yeah, there'd just be so much. That sounds I don't have enough hours of my life to write all the ideas I have because I get too attached to the stupid OCs that I name. Yeah, stop naming them. <laughs> you name it, you have to keep it. Exactly. You, could you never... can't just name it and abandon it. Horsey cried and I had to work, I, I, she worked into a main character from a cardboard cutout. You know, you know, with Marinara, we can have a crossover. Please no, don't. stop, stop, no, I, it's I time to never... stop. I would never force marinara upon Crystal ever. So, I'd force marinara upon Lyler. Yeah. <laughs> Silent Night has changed. Number three. Silent Night has changed a lot since Memoirs over Royal Guard. How, how have fans reacted to his development? Generally, it's been positive. I'd say the vast majority positive. There are there are some people that absolutely hate him, like flat out. Like I've been told, it would just be better if he would die. So, I'd say generally pretty well. Other than the few that want him to die, generally pretty well. I like his developments. Thank you. Alrighty, tying into that sort of question. Um, MLP war stories are very hard to write and often fall flat. What made yours work? So not to get all too sober, unfortunately, is – so I was a military contractor for a very long time. I grew up in a military town. I have military friends. And – large parts of this story unfortunately come from the secondhand experience that they experienced. So uh, Silent Night's struggle with PTSD and whatnot comes from my buddy Joe, who literally uh, suffered very devastatingly after that for a while. So I think one of the, the big differences, it doesn't matter that it's MLP at all when you when you take that sort of reality and attribute it to characters that aren't flat and, and give them the emotion and give them that, it, it works out. And then it, it works in a way that makes sense. You have to have it make sense for ponies, but I, I really think that it does, it, unfortunately it comes from the suffering of others and, and my trying to at least pay some tribute to that in a small way. I would add on and say probably one of the other things that work is that even though it's a war story, it doesn't show every single battle and skirmish and fight and everything. It yes. focuses on the more, for lack of a better word, human aspects of war. Well, what you're also reading between the lines is that your characters aren't ponies, they're people. Right. Correct. Can I also say something? No. I, I no, fuck you. Get, <laughs> I also get very annoyed a lot of times when there's war scenes happening. Um, but with yours, I didn't. And I realized I think I liked it more because of the, the pacing and the honesty. It wasn't trying to be cool, and it didn't linger for too long on any particular scene. Thank you. Yeah, and that was the goal, right? Because the, the big thing for this is you're all focusing from Silent's perspective, and it's very introspective, and he's distraught by what's happening. It's not – you know, and that's the thing. Like the one thing that I, I think happens a lot in video games and media is that war is glorified, and there is nothing glorious about war no. at all. I mean there some of the things that come from it, like you know, when, you, when these guys save each other and whatnot, that's true heroism. That's glory. But in the end of the day, like nothing is better because of war. And I just, I can, after the experiences I've had with my friends, the people I've worked with, I can never live that Call of Duty moment 
because to me, it's always going to be, I'll know the guy that I saw before. And then I'll know the guy that I saw after who had a Humvee blown out of him and had to hold his friend's head together while the medics showed up. It will never be glorious again. So speaking of that, um, in, in tangential terms, the next question has to do with gore and particularly with Trials of the Royal Guard. There was a kind of question in your head at one point in time whether you should add the gore tag or not. Do you think it was the right or wrong decision to not add it? I think it was right to not add it because I think I think Crystal and I are more susceptible to what we consider gore and and raciness than I think the site supports. So what like a little bit of blood that shows up in my stories for us might because we're Disney people, so that right. might show up as gore. Whereas other people are like, why does this have a gore tag? So yeah, I think it's the right decision. As somebody who writes a lot of gore and stuff like that, no, you you made the right decision. Trust me. It's it's definitely true. I've talked with obsolescence and Meester a few times about gore, and um, they're trying to basically just route out the people that are, you know, uh, not to get vivid, but um, saw off a particular part of the body and then fuck it. Like, that's what they're trying to isolate. So you yeah. guys are fine with what I've seen of your guys' stories so far. You guys are fine without a gore tag. You There's are no a tag. Yeah, it's perfect. Um... Next question. Uh, at Quis Crystal, actually. Quistle. How much? Crystal. Mike Wazowski. I'm not cute. <laughs> Stop. You're adorable. Uh, how much does your OC Crystal wishes affect your own personality? Reflect your own personality. That thing. That word. I would say, and Ansel can yay or nay, he's honest and I trust him. Crystal wishes his personality is the personality I want to pretend I am, but I am not. <laughs> they share some traits in common, but they're not the same person. Uh, it's There's a lot of similarities, but they're, again, they're not. So she, Crystal does reflect some of it. Uh, I will give kind of like a, a very personal, like if, if Crystal is down, then sometimes, and if she writes at the same time, then sometimes Crystal Wishes comes across as more vulnerable, if that makes sense, and like is a weaker character than she normally is. I've actually had to stop her from publishing a chapter before and just be like, this can't go. Like, you're going to have to stop for today. So, um, but that doesn't really answer the question. But yeah, so no. <laughs> I was going to say that's like the opposite. Sorry, but yeah, there, there is, she reflects in writing Crystal's feelings more than who Crystal is as a person. And so, yes, like Crystal said, it's the feelings of, maybe this is what I aspire to, not the, this is who I pretend to be. I think it's an aspiration versus a negative. That's fair. I All want right. people to think that I am that, and I want to be that. All right. I already refreshed. Uh, I saw the comments. Um, I, I do want to do a follow-up question on that, even though it's not one that's on that. Um, this is going to be a controversial question. I want to prepare Great, you for that. Great, 15 minutes. Get to the question. I know. Uh, because parts of your personality are reflected in crystal wishes, is that a self-insert? I think there's people that want to know the answer to that. Oh, I would say there are pieces of her that is a self-insert, absolutely. But especially at the beginning, because I started with a very small personality for her, and originally she wasn't an OC, she was just a pony Sona to use when I was writing Fluttercord stories. And But she has definitely grown into her own being from the seeds of self-insert. And that's not a bad thing. I don't see a problem with it personally. Good. That's 
that's one of the things I wanted to get across. So, skipping on down, final question from Snuffy. The two of you ate un- undercooked fish that was made uh, made you infected by pinworms before you got displaced in Equestria. And now you've accidentally infected the entire population of Ponyville. All the ponies are, have itching anuses, and they want you to explain yourselves. What do you say to them? We Crystal cries and asks for forgiveness, and then I come up with a really horrible on-the-spot song about forgiveness, and then they forgive us. And we go to Zakora and get a potion to have un- less itching anuses. Uh, good job. I was just say, Priest, you skipped some questions there. Uh, I only skipped, like, two. I know. One of them was actually interesting. Right. Oh, oh, no, I like that one. Okay, oh, yes. Yeah. If the two of you could live together as your OCs for a year, would you? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, I could fly. Is there any question here? Like, I mean, even if it meant like losing my job in my house, it would probably still be worth it just to say I did it, especially in the peaceful session. If, if it was during trials, um, probably not. I don't want to do that. But, you know, if we're talking like early memoirs and yeah, especially though, like if we're going to live with them in our house and we're going to be tiny little ponies and we can make people like, take care of us and if we could get hoof keyboards so like we could secretly work from home they're like you know adam you type really slow now well it's because i have little hooves but see i'd have the wings so i could do the wing finger thing and she had (laughs) (laughs) wing fingers you got the wings that's gonna be the name of the story is wing fingers that's what we're doing okay (laughs) over the internet no one can know you're a little horse no no exactly Exactly. i'd have magic it'd be amazing oh i love it Okay, uh, next question is from Lord Legion. Uh, have either of you ever encountered a bad case of writer's block, and what do you do to overcome it? I do what I call yammering. I will basically talk at anyone, whether that's Ansel, whether that's Rosby, or it's our parrot Mango. I will just basically sit there and just kind of yammer through things until eventually trying to put thoughts into words comes up with something. And, if, and so far, pretty much always does. I just yammer. I work similarly in the sense that I will force myself to finish a chapter or something and it will be garbage. And then I find it so much easier to go back and revise. So when I struggle and she could tell you, cause uh, it, she told me about this last chapter when I was doing the draft, she's like, it's clear where you were, where you're having writer's block. She phrased it differently. It's like, and then when you started caring again, I think is what she said. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that's how I just, I just force myself to put stuff on paper and then I'll go back and fix it. Alrighty. Now we have questions from Lisey Claire. Uh, First question. Um, What surprises can we expect in 2017? Uh, It's not really a surprise, but I'm really, really, really hoping to have arc one of Beyond the Veil done and published. Yep. That's not really a surprise anymore, but I think, yeah, I think that'll be, I think people will be pleasantly interested in it because it's different than anything we've done. It'll be a story that's completed without being a serial, which gives us the opportunity to do things differently. So I think they'll be surprised at how different it is. And other than that, I think people might be a little surprised by the end of Trials. Yeah. Alrighty. He's dying, isn't he? I'm not crying yet. Can't confirm or deny. Next question from Lise. Will AU get her own huge multi-chapter story? Probs not, but you never know. Again, Wishes was supposed to be 20 chapters, and it's it's not. So. Alrighty. 
Uh, do you think season seven will change anything significant? I for, for, well, ponies. for our stories or for ponies? Oh, good question. Question mark. That, the, the question is general. I think for us, no, because we, we've jettisoned canon uh, at the end of middle season three and a half. But I think so. I think they're going to – I think they've covered a lot of the same ground for the main six. I think they're going to slowly kind of introduce more side characters. And it's really one of those interesting things of are they going to reboot and move on to another, or are they going to try to reinvent and keep it within the same? I think there is a possibility, especially with, like, you know, adding Glimmer. I think there's a chance that they could course correct. Not course correct because it's not bad. You know what I'm saying? But, like – I thought you said horse correct, and I was so excited. <laughs> there you go. Horse correct. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Oh, Lord. Drink. Mm. Yeah, drink. Alrighty. Um, that said, we're going to move down some questions from Fluffy Unicorns. I'm going to take that whole question and distill it down to water level and be, um, what's your exact field or focus as an engineer, Ansel? Communications, specifically telecoms and data. Um, on the pre previously on campus and or data centers. So just making sure packets flow. Works for me. Uh, I'm going to then move on to that engineering field and then ask a kind of general question, which I'm interested in from sort of a, a more scientific stance. Uh, why are there not so many females in the engineering world? Especially since Crystal came and said, you're a programmer and I work with several female programmers. I'm interested in what your guys' answer is. From my perspective, I think that there's a couple things at play here. I think, again, traditionally, there's uh, traditional not in the sense that they're good, traditional in the sense that this is how it's been gender roles in previous generations where math, science, and other things were not as stressed for females. Uh, the other thing is I think the problem, at least in my field, is if you go into these degrees, they throw a lot of math at you for no reason whatsoever. I was going to go get my master's in networking at North Carolina State, and they told me, and this is, by the way, I was five years into my career as a lead engineer at that point. They're like, well, you're going to have to take, uh, we see you don't have a math degree, so you're going to have to take four, uh, not physics, what was it? Calc. Calc classes. And I said, why? They said, because that's a requirement. I said, I've been a network engineer for years. I've been a lead engineer for five years. I have never in my life used calculus. Why the hell are you shoving that on people? And so I think when you have a situation where you have traditional roles where uh, females haven't been geared, uh, encouraged to do STEM, then you go to these fields that don't need math, that they randomly throw math in. I mean, that's why Crystal never took math. And she's one of the best programmers I've ever met, not because she's my wife. I mean, objectively. Um, so anyway, go ahead, honey. Uh, I personally hate math. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I loathe math. I managed to get away with doing as little math as possible. One of my finals in college was what is 80 over a hundred in percent form. I was like, yes, I can pass this. <laughs> I, I've not encountered a lot of other female developers, not none, but not a lot, uh, as in my professional career. I don't know exactly why that is because I know that they exist. I know that they're out there. I, I think probably part of it may have to do with where they're going in the sense of, I'm trying to think of how to word it in like the most politically correct way possible. But after the things that have been said on this channel, I don't know if it really matters. Nope. 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 <laughs> Be politically incorrect. We love it. Do it. I think 
a lot of women that are more vocal and more outspoken about being female developers take a lot of pride in being female developers as opposed to developers and thus are going to go into jobs and roles that more cater to that or highlight that say I don't I can't think of anything off the top of my head but they're probably not going to go work at traditional corporate environments because they're going to go somewhere where they want to feel you know I'm a female developer and I'm proud and I want everyone to know it does that make more sense I'm getting more out of your answer that the gender doesn't really matter. It, you are a developer. It is what you do. Yes. yes I'm, I, I feel like a lot of proud female developers put too much emphasis on the female and not the developer. It's true. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. No, and, I completely agree with you. As someone who's in this field and sees it from the outside looking in, I completely agree with you as a developer. Can I ask, I want to answer Kiwi's question real quick. That's on the side there. Go for uh, it. And yes, no, there's definitely no reason whatsoever in my job for calculus. And I, I worked, I've worked on normal data and big data for a very massive fortune 50 financial. The, the, my role, it just, it's not useful. Um, we'll take a question from the one more question from fluffy unicorn before we move to some questions from, uh, H E 23 T. Um, I'm actually interested in this one as everyone here is writers. Um, do you think romance slash love stories in this literature form are too distant from actual reality and thus creates disappointments and deceives its readers? 100% yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love romance and I agree. Uh, there will be a lot of times where I will read something or watch something and it'll put in the back of my head that that's a normal interaction or that there was something I really liked about that. And in my day to day with Ansel, that's just not how our relationship goes. And there's nothing wrong with our relationship. We have a perfectly fine one. If I do say so myself, uh, it's just not, it's not magic and sparkles and these really intimate moments of saying the right, you know, your eyes are like the stars shining above, blah, 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 blah. Like that's just not yeah, how it really definitely is. Definitely not. pools. Like most, At the very least, not most constantly. of our, to, since we're, you know, all having sort of non-politically correct, et cetera, et cetera, most of our pillow talk is talking about his farts. Yeah. That's exactly right. Like, that is relationship goals right there. No, real, if you want real marriage, real marriage is when one of you has explosive diarrhea that the other one comes to aid. That's basically it. It's like when they, it's true. Oh no, I will go a step further. A real marriage is when one of you has explosive diarrhea and the other one makes fun of you for it the entire time. <laughs> that is also true. Yes. Or both of you having explosive diarrhea, having to share the same toilet. Oh, that'd be so. <laughs> I remember. I remember the explosive. I would just go out in the yard. Yeah, I would too. Just do it in the yard, pretend it's a dog, and be like, "Oh, how did that get there?" <laughs> and leave. I remember an explicit point when uh, Pencil and I were talking, and uh, I was like, "Sorry, I sorry, it's been a while since my last message. I was just, I've had the worst diarrhea today." And she goes, "Oh, so we can talk about poop now?" <laughs> we're at that point in the relationship, and he's like, "What?" I'm like, "No, just just aging where we are. We're we're trying to figure that out." <laughs> Poopy. Like, so yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Lovey Dovey and Magnate are never going to talk about that, but that's real relationships. Sorry. Yep. Absolutely. That doesn't mean that there aren't magical moments sometimes, but no, exactly. there's, he has done so many magical moments that I would 
could fill up a whole podcast just gushing about the things that he's done. For example, tell us your favorite. Do it. Well, well, of course, the favorite is going to be that he took me to Disney World for Valentine's Day, the first time I've been to Disney World as an adult or as a teenager even, and after the beautiful Epcot fireworks show, and after everyone had kind of cleared out a little bit, so it was just the two of us, under a beautiful lamppost, he got down on one knee and proposed with the ring sparkling, and he said magical things, and it was wonderful. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, he magical things. Nice. Uh, Ansel, if you want, if, if you remember your exact words, because I'm pretty sure I do, but I don't want to say it wrong. Okay. Well, just, I don't want to belabor. So I know, I'm sorry. I gave her the trip for Valentine's Day at Christmas, knowing in advance what I was going to do. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I said, you know, did you have fun today? And because she's like, well, let's go. I was like, well, no, let's wait a minute. Let's let everybody hang back while they all go. I don't want to get caught in the crowd. And I said, you know, did you have fun today? She said, yes. I said, well, that's wonderful because, you know, I hope today will be the last day that you ever have fun as somebody's girlfriend and tomorrow will be the first day you have fun as somebody's fiance. Oh, well played, sir. Well, It was played. really good. Oh, good and job. she good just job. stared at me. Um, yeah, Milk I got shocked. Sploosh. Milk is asking. Milk is asking. Oh, shit. Is the marriage proposal scene in Royal Guards inspired by that? Absolutely. 100% yes. Ah, yes, yes. That, right. that, that was a piece of us. Priest, Dude. can you ask one question from HE23T at least, or maybe two questions? Considering yeah, I like I'm going to ask one final question, and it's it's actually been asked by other people in the chat. So I'm guessing that this is something that's kind of charged by you guys. They want an official stance on, because I've seen this question four times uh -oh. now. What did you guys think of Changeling Gate? That's what everybody wants to talk about. I don't think it's specifically them. Everybody just wants to talk about that. Fair enough. Uh, I will give my little piece. So I'm going to offend a lot of people here. Do it. Okay. I think changelings are the zombies of this fandom, and I got so tired of zombies so long ago. When I see yet another changeling story, I'm like, oh, what fanon is this one based off of? So when that came out, I just laughed my ass off and I just said, eight million fanfic writers just shit themselves. And then just laughed as I made dinner. boy, That's the way to do it. I, uh, I really don't like the way Thorax looks in the My Little Pony show style, but I have seen some fan art renditions that actually make it look pretty good. The regular changelings, the non-thorax changelings, I think they actually look okay. Like, it's going to take some getting used to, but I don't dislike them. All righty. All right. I, that um, pretty much covers it. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask really quick. So, would you allow your OCs to be used in the actual show? Yes or no? I would say that would be the ultimate flattering thing. I think, I think as much as I don't really have a huge ego, I think my ego would demand it. That's fair. I just was curious. Thank you. And Larson comes back and gives him a horn. <laughs> I or think my ego wings. Silent is dead. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I think that is uh, well done, guys. Well done, priest. That is all the time we have for this week. Ansel, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on. We had such a fun time. It's been a joy. Oh Lord, has it been a joy? And stick around. You fit right in. Well, I understand completely. Yeah, we've had a really good time. And, you know, your audience that, you know, I didn't recognize most of the names. All we do have some of ours has asked some exceptional questions, very thoughtful. And this has been a hell of a lot of fun. And we get to say really mean things that we would normally never, ever, ever, ever say. Isn't it fun? 
Yeah, do kinda, that on one of your guys' podcasts. They're still tame compared to what we usually go through. I kind of don't want to go home now because I don't want to hear what they have to say about what we've said. <laughs> hey, you know don't what? fear, don't fear the reaper. You're welcome to stay with us. You'll probably get more of, why am I not the favorite? Yeah. This is my safe space. And you can, you can yell at Enigma with me or, I guess, do hey, other things with him. Screw considering. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and and we can we can talk about relationship things like girls because apparently I'm I, I, a big soft stupid girl inside sometimes I guess anyway it's okay yeah. it's okay yeah. this is a safe place you can tell me just come closer like let me smell like your hair senpai <laughs> <laughs> that is all the time that we have for this week's podcast <laughs> um, next week we have Sir Hat we are going to get controversial. <laughs> It is oh, going to be fun. Um, oh, uh, that is the 23rd, so it's going to be our super duper, not not our super duper uh, Christmas edition of the podcast, but it, it is going to be Christmassy themed. And uh, of course, super we have to thank Ponyville Live for allowing us to somehow still exist. And of course, the group that has a really long name, and I don't remember the whole thing. Thank but, you to all of our sponsors. We are brought to you by the American Dairy, uh, American Dairy, Dairy Society Got Milk. We're also brought to you by Otaku's Patreon. Yeah, I co-support Otaku's Patreon. Um, thanks, guys. And do you want to read us out and say goodbye to everybody, please? Thank you for watching the Good HIE Podcast. This has been a non-pencil. I hate you all. Please read my work anyway. Carrier. I got out of work for this. Enigmatic Otaku. I need one more follower to reach a thousand. Come on, guys. Father. Milk. Bye. Of course, Ansel and Crystal. Truly have appreciated this and had a really great time. And if I do this, does it work? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We're dead. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You guys are welcome to come back if you ever feel like it or get the time. Where? And you have been Flutter Priest. That's my name. Have a good weekend. Good night, everyone. Don't tell me what to do. Fuck off. Okay.